I think I'm playing chess, I see a king, I'm at his neck I'm three steps ahead of every move, now that's a check Yes, they wanna know my secret, it's because I never slept All my nightmares of me at 40, life's a wreck See my dad uh, Anyways, what's up everybody, Fernando Petty here The UVO Podcast right here in Are we Murray now? We're in Murray Murray, Utah <laughs> uh, Today on the show guys, we have a guest Quincy Beach, you guys probably already know her from the last podcast um, she is filling in for Alan today uh, Alan got some excuses today Is what I like to call him Anyways, uh, today we're joined with a good friend of ours Ben Daniels <laughs> um, I'm like, what, what What do I say for the introduction for Ben? So Ben is a serial entrepreneur, you guys um, We're excited to have you here on the podcast, by the way um, But again, Ben's a serial entrepreneur He's involved in a lot of different things um, right now, currently, Ben, you are pushing properties uh, with Edge Homes and also... Uh, yeah, sell, sell real estate, primarily real estate, um, mortgage. My wife's is licensed in a, as a mortgage. But we can talk about uh, Daniel's Real Estate Company, right? Yeah, Daniel's Real Estate Services is our new company. Okay, and There we go. And it just kind of came from... The last two years has been interesting in real estate, right? Yeah. We, we went from meeting in person to a lot of Skype and non-person yep. meeting and selling homes through. And I think people are transitioning it back to that point where they're like, I want even more than I had before. I want my realtor to be more than just, don't just sell me a house, right? Mm -hmm. they yeah, want they're you to missing be, that connection. Oh, for sure. And I, it's, it's been great. When I go out and meet with clients, I come back and I'm like, wow, how fun to meet people again and find out. Because our whole purpose before was to be that wise guide through the process, right? And find out what people are looking for and put them into the right home and into the right, because new construction is interesting, right? Yeah. You can pick the lot, perfect lot for you and then build that perfect house where a lot of times with the existing, it's tough because you're like, Oh, I love the location, but I hate the house. Or, I love the house, but you know, I don't like the spot, but now we're getting back to that. And I just, I love meeting with people again, but I think people are as you know, in the last three years, what we've gone from probably 11,000 licensed realtors to 20,000 or 18,000. Yeah. So, Buyers are a little bit more selective, and they're looking for someone that's going to be more than just the realtor. They yeah. want a, a resource. They want you to be their person. Yes, that's a good way to put it. With everything related to real estate. Yeah, and, th and that's a good segue into uh, Daniel's Real Estate Services, but I don't want to talk too much on that right now. Sure. Um, I definitely don't want to turn it into a real estate podcast. That's one of the things that we're like, hey, yes, we are all in real estate, but let's try to shy away from that. There's too many of those. Well, and that's why I think with all the, all the businesses I've done, maybe real estate's the one that's made me the, you know, that's where I've made my income yeah. primarily. But every business leading to here has given me the tools to do well. In this yeah. Industry, yep. Even if it was a failure. Yep. Oh, well, that's where you learn the most. And, and we'll talk about those for sure. I mean, we've, we've all got them, right? Um, a lot of our guests have them, right? Alan has them. Uh, I have a ton of them. Um, but I, I, I noticed that through my years of being here on earth, whatever, being alive, is that uh, those have been the best teachers for me and the best learning lessons. And a lot of my friends who are extremely successful talk about that. And then I talk to a lot of people who maybe not be that successful financially. <clears throat> and then you get to hear their story. And if they're not in the grind currently, then they don't really have a lot of failures that they've been able to learn from. Right. Yeah. And uh, that I feel like is the most valuable uh, education you can have is when you fail. That's something you're trying really fucking hard. Right. To get. I was, it's, I was reading. My wife and I drove to Vegas. And we read. We listened to um, Green Lights. Love that book because it's all about you know everybody knows that person that feels like 
every, they just hit every green light, right? Yeah. But hitting those red lights is where you grow, even in a relationship. Like I've had some, my wife and I through our 22 years have had a lot of red lights. Yeah. But that's made us so much stronger through all that. And I wouldn't change it. Some of those really hard times and failures in a relationship and in business is what helped us, pushed us to grow beyond it and be that much better. Yeah. Speaking of relationships, cool fun fact about Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife just started watching that show, uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake. And Ben's actually in a lot of those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the background. You mind. are in the background. But yeah. you, you see you a lot in there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, we're watching the other day, and my wife's like, oh, look, there's Ben. And I'm like, where? And I think you guys are at, like, the Top Golf, oh, yeah. playing Top Golf in, uh, in Midvale. And uh, <laughs> like in the background, just hanging out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's Him pretty cool. Life. You know, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, somewhat of a, a unofficial local celebrity here. He honestly <laughs> in the, is. In that's the one thing. Ben has he's known everywhere. Anybody like you go and you meet around Salt Lake City, you're like, oh hey, you know, I th- I feel like I know you from somewhere, and it's like, oh, you probably know me because of Ben Daniels. Like yeah. <laughs> he's the connector yeah. of a yep. lot of people. Yep. Well, and that's I was telling my son. My son's a computer program, and I was like, Josh, I I might not be the smartest guy, but I have a great network of people. Yep. And I felt like that's the best thing I've built is just if you can, and even through a lot of my failures and going through bankruptcy and losing things yeah. and businesses falling apart, being being a good person through that solidifies those really. Have you ever felt like you're in real estate? Yeah. Have you ever felt like the best real estate or, or client relationships you have for with built through the most difficult transactions, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. brutal, but you're oh, like, yeah. boy, we're solid because we got through this together. Yep. And so I think that's my network is really good because just going through some of these really tough times with people, it just yep. solidifies. They go, you you were solid when it was hard. Yep. When it was down. And yeah, I, I have I have a lot of relationships like that. More so in in the businesses that, that I've had in the past, uh-huh. uh, and business dealings with uh, personal friends, and then developing uh, real true friendships through uh, personal dealing or business dealings that maybe not have went the best. Right. Um, but I find that in those situations when times are really fucking hard and in business when there's money involved, which is, you know, magnified by like a million, mm-hmm. um, in those relationships, you really get to see people's true colors sure. and you get to see if they really truly have your back and, and if they don't. And we, we've been able to witness that, um, you know, not don't want to go too far into it, but we've witnessed that a lot in our company, um, where you really truly believe that this person has the best intentions for you. And then when times get tough, their true colors show. Yep. And you're like, oh, there's that little that gut feeling warned me, but I didn't listen, you know. And, and I think that's something that everyone can uh, use as a learning lesson, maybe even in their own lives or their own business, that if they have that weird gut feeling with people, it's usually always wa- right. And when it comes uh, to light, is usually in those tough situations, right. you know, when shit's falling apart. Um, but luckily, we, are, we have a solid team here. We do. In the solid ass company. Well, how mm-hmm. great is it as a team? Like, well, and, and even at Edge, with we, we're a team, but yeah. we're also we compete with each other. Mm-hmm. But it's really fun to see people on that team support you and do something or help your client when they have nothing to gain. Yeah, I was listening to a, a podcast. It was Jordan Belfort and Grant Cardone. Oh, I heard that one. Uh, Grant versus Belfort. Whatever. It was so yeah. great. And he yeah. was like, "What do you?" I think it was Stephen or. Uh, Belfort was asking Cordon, what do you do when you feel stagnant in your business? How do you like re-energize yourself? And he goes, I go do something for someone else. Yep. So like, I'm always in my head, like, how do I build my network's net worth? How do I, I'm going to get up today and I'm going to, I'm going to close a transaction for a a friend that has nothing to, I'll benefit in no way from it other than it feels good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and it it just gets you in that like motive of selling. and, And that's what I think salespeople love is the actual transaction. It's like, 
it's not so much the money, right? It comes, mm-hmm. but you like, I love the like that journey. Yeah. Just uh-huh. closing the deal, yep. and the whole process of it. It's yep. so fun. Yep. Well, since we're on the topic of businesses and uh, business failings and <laughs> all the fun stuff that comes with business, um, you've had quite a few in the past. Yeah. Um, let's talk about what the hell got you into becoming an entrepreneur first and foremost. How was the upbringing? How were you influenced by money? If not money, how were you influenced when, as a child? Because um, you're not from here in Utah, correct? No. Where were no. you from? Uh, Montana. Grew up in Lolo, Montana. And a small town, I, when I first took my wife there, we drove. it was 7 o'clock at night, we drove through, and she couldn't believe there was a streetlight was flashing yellow. And she's like, what's going on? Why is it flashing? I'm like, it's nighttime. There's nobody out. Oh, so wow. So the lights stop working, oh, and you just, you just go. Wow. So super small town, and, and it just, um, I, I joined the military, and when I gotten out, I came down to Utah for my mom's wedding. And as soon as I got here, I was just, like, blown away with, just a, I mean, I don't know. It just seemed like there was so much success and what, just a different energy. Yeah. You know, Montana, I grew up, I worked construction most of my life and everybody, everybody was kind of the same. There was no, no one pushing you to be more. Right. And all of a sudden I'm surrounded by all these people that are doing these big things. And I thought, wow, it was almost like a paradigm shift, right? They always tell you, you're the product of the five people you hang around the yeah. most. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. If you're around driven people, like I want to be the brokest person in my network yep. that I'm always pushed to do more, yep. right? And you see people do things, you're like, wow, well, they can do that. I can sure do that. And so I'd gotten, actually, one of the first things was like a network marketing company, of course, Utah. Yeah. So yeah, many we're of them. famous yeah. for our MLMs. Yeah. Famous and for it, a Ponzi was related to Yeah, yeah. It was related to life insurance, and I got licensed, and I did, and, it, and I never made any money at it, but I learned a lot about networking and building yeah. and stuff like that. And then the big one was I, I'd been working construction and I was refinancing my house and a loan officer told me, he's like, yeah, I'll refinance your house, but you should probably build with this builder. It's like, yeah, sure. Cool. I'll build a house. Yeah. Met with them, started building a house and Connie, actually my wife got her license. For, she goes, I think that'd be fun. I want to sell new construction. It'd just be fun. So she did. And she, she worked for two months and she's like, you really need to do this. This is, this is your business. So I started working there and that kind of, you know, we started our own, you're self-employed as an independent yeah. contractor. Started making some money, which I never even thought possible. You know, I just, you know, was around people. And then we went to Vegas with some friends and we're sitting at, it was right when XS opened up. Uh, it's like 2005. Yeah. And we're at this nightclub and we're like, we thought we were so smart. We're like, wow, you know what Utah needs? Utah needs a nightclub. Like <laughs> <laughs> Utah, all, all, the, all the drinkers here in Utah. Yeah, right. <laughs> the awesome liquor laws. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's the best needs, place to put a bar. Utah needs a hot spot. And every t- I always have people call me like, I'm thinking open a nightclub. I'm like, let me tell you why not. Anyway, so we, did, we had this great idea. It was three married couples, all in real estate and lending. We decided we we're going to open a nightclub. And I just happened to know Johnny Ritchie. Oh, yeah, the fighter. Yep. Yeah. Little ball of hate. Yep. Um, he, uh, he was the announcer for, um, ultimate fighting. It was Mike uh, UCTC. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimate combat. He said, Hey, you know, yep. if you, I know a building that's for lease, uh, we'll do the fights on Saturday. I was like, Oh, this is great. We already got our Saturday night covered and it had been a nightclub. It was the old Bay building. So we go check it out. It actually was vortex at the time yep. and it was trashed. Yep. So we're like, cool, let's all do this. We had this, you know, so we all invested a bunch of money, put our homes up with collateral, and we personally remodeled that building over like six months. And I remember 
taking my kids there at night and putting them in this little corral and yeah. we remodeled this building and we opened it up and it was, it was awesome. It was amazing, but we had no idea. I remember putting together this like PML and I was like, Oh, all we got to do is have this many people and we're just going to kill it. Yep. And we ran that club for about a year and a half. And it was, I had no idea some of the challenges of opening a nightclub. In Utah. Yeah. I mean, it just was, it was a, it's a tough business. Yep. It was a mega club. It was 14,000 square feet. So to get that place full was, was tough. Yeah. Three levels, right? Especially in Three Utah levels. and Three in levels, 2005. Yeah. At that time, there was nobody out in much of a club scene, I would say. Well, I mean, it wasn't as that popular. Was, it was all the realtors because that new construction was killing it then. Yeah. And then 2000, well, we opened it. We opened it in 07. So then 08 hit. And then all the high rollers were gone, mm. you know, in real estate tanks. Yeah. So we, uh, in fact, it was tough. So right this July of, I think July of 2008 or nine, I can't remember which year. We had to close our nightclub. Uh, Tommy Lee was the last artist we had. And we were just all in for that night. And we were like, we kind of knew we were going down. We just couldn't handle the legal and like yeah. the battle. It was still a private club situation in Utah. And all the clubs were like trying to shut each other down. It was just mm-hmm. brutal. And uh, that same month, the builder I worked for and the nightclub shut down. So we were just done. Wow. And that was like a big reset. We just kind of went from this really high point lost everything and uh so when you say lost everything though i mean let's let's hit on that because people have they might be like oh he lost the investment or he lost his house okay so tell us about so yeah i was one of the first of my friends at the time to go i'm tapping out like our house i built my house for like 330 in harriman 4500 square foot house went up to 580 like that i mean this was during the time in new construction people were building homes and in six months flipping them making 50. Mm -hmm. And they were flipping to another investor, and then another investor would flip to another investor. Like there was nobody. It's not like the market today. Yeah. There was no end users for these homes. And so, yeah, we just were like, "All right, moved out of our house." And the builder let me live in the parade home. He's like, "Go live in one of my homes." And we were, he was trying to keep it together and stay wow. in business. And then it was just one thing after another. Like I remember my kids saying, "Dad, why do people keep coming and taking our cars?" I was like, "Well." I don't know. Yeah. Well, how the hell do you answer yeah. that? Yeah. So Jeez. yeah, we went down, we lost all of it. Everything ended up, um, actually ended up divorced mm. and it wasn't because of that. There was just a, a lot of other things going on. So yeah. it was a really hard time. 2009 and 10 were the years I'd like to just forget ever happened. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think I'd be where I am today without going through that. Yeah. It was like hitting rock bottom, losing everything, having to start over, um, and rebuild. I got into, I actually, turned my nightclub over to another group conglomerate i worked with them for a while and then i met quincy's husband billy my wife actually met him she was working for a title company but we weren't together at the time and i met billy and we i went to work with him selling mortgages yeah and that was kind of the start of my way back you know i had completely reset i was living in a friend's basement on an air mattress wow so i went from living in a parade home with six cars living the dream, yep. had a nightclub to sleeping on an air mattress with my two kids. And, and, how, and how, how fast was that? Just to give people some insight. I mean, um, when you opened it, just a year and a half? Yeah, had the club open for a year and a half. Yeah. And, you know, high rollers, we'd roll up in our brand new Escalade and they'd pick us up and it was like, the owners are here and we'd party <laughs> on there. And, you know, and, and for me, it was a business. So I was constantly running yeah. around trying to handle things and some of the, you know, 
it was tough. And it's hard to be in business too with our, there was three couples that all had different visions for it. So that was challenging on our friendships. But one of the things I had someone that two years ago I ran into and they said, I love you because when you went through that and you lost everything, you made sure I was taken care of. You got me covered. Like I put them before me. Yeah. And I think that helped establish credibility for me as I kind of built my way back up. Yeah. I was solid and was going to, you know, take care of people. If I make a commitment, I'm going to follow through on it. Yeah. That's probably been huge for your networking for everything in all of your businesses that you've done. Because from, you know, the beginning since I've known Ben, he's always been that person that takes care of people and puts other people first and puts other people's happiness and joy sometimes above his own. But I think that really shows his resilience and where he kind of goes, you know, and and learning more about you and about this nightclub and that situation. I I honestly, I've known Ben, but I didn't know the depths of what you guys went through. And and seeing how you bounce back from that is pretty inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um. So the, the, the club is gone. That lifestyle taught you, I'm sure, oh, yeah. a ton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, business sometimes cannot be uh, pretty. I mean, it's 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 really crazy to think about. I mean, I have a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs and um, just just so so people who are thinking about jumping into, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and putting it all on the line. Uh, I would say it's like one out of every hundred businesses, maybe even more that start end up making it past a year. Yeah year two years well and there's I, I was i at the time was you know because of jimmy or johnny rex johnny rex jimmy rex yeah <laughs> johnny uh rockwell he johnny richie with rockwell he introduced me to the owner of rockwell and he was telling me he goes there's always this you have to have a great business plan with a great product and you have to have luck like there yeah. is an element of luck like there the is perfect timing yep, perfect timing. time when it just just happens Mm -hmm. and every business you've seen is like they're just going they're just going and then they have this point where they just explode and you just have to push through it most people give up before they get there and nightclub thing is something that just it's not something i saw being long term and you've seen in utah they they are hot for three years those names switch quick Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so tell me what the name of the nightclub was bliss nightlife bliss yeah bliss so my wife and i would go there that's pretty crazy how how small the world is you know well and, and from that though i met everybody mm-hmm. like you got to know everybody like people would drop your name to get in and just and utah's a very big town but a small town right like mm-hmm. everybody knows everybody yeah it's just kind of which is great about it i really love that about utah yeah um and so from that when that went down then i went and i did mortgages with billy and we did that for a long time and that was a lot of fun um i worked in radio for a while i sold radio yeah and, yeah and oh didn't I, billy try to do that too Billy did the sports casting for Rockwell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We've yeah. all kind of, um, and then ended up running as a second job. I've kind of had two jobs my whole life, just always got something else yeah. going on, right? I ran Park City Life for five years and met Catherine Burns, who's been a great friend, and in meeting her husband, who I actually talked to yesterday, he's an incredible businessman, um, learned so much from him. And just that, that was another avenue to just network and meet a whole new group of people um but then i think during the time i was running park city live i started a trucking company with another buddy of mine we were hauling crude oil when oil was huge Mm. up in north dakota and and down in texas and that was doing very very well growing really fast but and then it got to a point where all of a sudden the price of a barrel of oil Uh went from 110 to 50 and it was yeah there's a lot of variables in that business Uh uh-huh and then, I mean, you've, you've run enough businesses. There's, there's a book, I can't remember what it's called, but 
so many people get in the trap of they start a business, they just continue to reinvest and grow and grow and grow and uh, grow, and they never pay themselves. Profit first. Yeah. Profit That's first. That's the one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You've got to pay yourself or your what's the point? Yep. Just to build something and then. Yep. Yeah. I had a buddy of mine. He, he always listens to these. So he'll probably, he'll probably hear it. But he, he told me uh, we, we had a company together and he's like, um, we, we, we shared a space, a commercial space. And he said, when we had money in the account and there's only a little left <laughs> and I, I'm going to draw the line at some point with that mentality. Cause when the, the, the landlord, the rent was due, he was like, no, we need to pay ourselves first. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hold on brothers. <laughs> We're going to lose <laughs> no, the whole place. Right. But you know, there, there's some, some, <laughs> some places you got to draw the line. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. It's more, more like, <laughs> should we open two more branches or pairs? Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, but I got that book. Uh, I read it. It's a good book. Yeah. That guy has a lot of good stuff too. Um, but yeah, I think that the, it's funny you talk about the book because um, we are starting a, a live show. We're going to start doing um, on Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitch and YouTube and wherever they'll let us stream live. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're definitely going to be going over stuff like that because I don't know how um, I, I hear it a lot. Where people are like, hey, it's very important to read and listen to audiobooks and stuff like that. But the people that I know who are not crushing it are not doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and I know a lot of them personally. And the people who I, I know who are crushing it or on their way to crushing it in life, they do that. They listen to audiobooks. Yeah. And, and it's crazy because you bring up stuff like that. And, and I know a lot of them. And I go through my, my uh, Amazon Audible and I've got so many in there. that I'm just like, damn, man, like, this guy told me about that book. That's good. And we saw eye to eye on this because of that book. You know what I mean? So I think that that kind of stuff is really important. The whole education we talk about, uh, you said you and Connie, when you guys first went self-employed, you know, a lot of people think being self-employed is an entrepreneur and it kind of is, you know what I mean? But there's levels to it, you know, and, and to get to the next levels, you have to get educated. And if you don't, and you're in business, your business failings will educate you. Oh yeah. You know, they'll teach you. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, right now, um, you, Ben and I are trying to work a deal out with some hair extensions right. on a company that you have right now. Yeah. And I'm really impressed so far when it comes to the product. So I know that you definitely do your R and D, you know, before you go all in, which is really good because we're, my wife is doing all the work right now, but she's going salon to salon, getting feedback, talking to people and everybody is like, wow. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm like, th- that's good for me to hear. That's good for my wife to hear, you know, but, uh, um, Thank you for starting that business. <laughs> yeah. well, you know what's interesting? It, when you say what you said about it, it made me realize, and I've known this about myself, my biggest failing is I'm a horrible delegator. Mm. I think I can do everything myself. Yep. Oh, no, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. I, I'm one of the only agents that just doesn't have an assistant. Why don't you have an assistant? Yeah. I should. But I just have so much, I have such a hard time letting go of, and it's not control. It's just, I think I can do everything. Yeah. And, and there's, a, there's a point where you're like, I don't have the time to do all yep. of this. I need to, I need to delegate or yep. hire or, and that's, so with all these companies, I thought I could do everything and I yeah. can't. Yeah. I need to find the best person in this, in this area and, and let them do that. And, yeah. and so that's one of the things I've learned most of all is just to, to bring good people around and, and delegate. That and is so damn that important. Mm-hmm. That is so important. That's why I love Quincy she jumped on board and she saw the vision from the beginning, which is cool because uh, when you surround yourself with people who share your same vision, sometimes when you get off track, they can remind you. And she reminded me, Mm -hmm. I think like two weeks ago we had that conversation and I was just like, yeah, what the fuck? Like 
thank you for slapping me out of this. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but but no, that that's really great. And it's funny that you say that because I, I saw that about you. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw that about you. Um, what do they say? Perfection is the killer of all business or I don't know what this is a saying like that quote like that. Um, I heard this weekend, but perfection, this guy, I got to say this. I knew you lived in a model home before when you said Mm -hmm. it with a parade home. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because if you go to his house now, it looks like a damn model. It always looks like a model home. (laughs) I got to tell you, the house is perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not me. That's my wife. Okay. Well, shout out to Connie because the greatest homemaker. It is gorgeous. Yeah, dude. No, I, I was like, my wife and I, we left after we went the first time. I'm just like, I swear that's like a model home they're like living in right now. Uh, so <laughs> like when we go to go on vacation, she's like, oh, I, "Our house is a disaster." I'm like, "Well, there's a fork, you know, by the sink, but other I don't yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. Yeah, no, I I love that about you, man. I mean, and and again, you did a, such a great job setting up this company that you guys started. Um, and we'll, we'll give a shout out. Um, extra hair extensions, mm-hmm. so extra, um, so extra was just the for the package, correct? Yeah, our daughter came up with that. Yeah. We were trying to come up with a name, and and it started around my wife had done hair for years, too, after taking a break from real estate, and we had a salon in her house, and she's had used all these different manufacturers. She's like, man, I have this problem with this one and this problem with that one. I just need a really good, solid, consistent quality hair. Yeah. So uh, her and her friend decided to go off, and they, I sent her to China twice. They sourced the hair and found the, because there's all different levels, yeah. like anything you, know, you yep. can get. And we found the highest, best quality hair. Spent two years making sure that it was right. And we're trying to come up with a name. And we wanted to have more weight, if people don't know about hair. Yeah. There's, you know, have actually more hair than most of the other competitors. And our daughter came by and Connie was saying something. She goes, gosh, mom, you're so extra. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Honestly, it is. <laughs> it's a really extension yeah. company. Yeah, yeah. yeah yep. so, no, that. That is good. And, and the, here's the other thing. Don't you love that about real estate is that you could be in real estate and you could start. I mean, it just gives you such a solid foundation, you know, for you to do other things and explore other options as far as career choices or investments or, you know, starting companies. Um, I love that about real estate. You know, I found that in my short, short time here in real estate um, that it's just such a good foundation that you can always go back to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it teaches you all the skills that yeah, you need to get there. Yeah, and push you ahead, and then you can get other companies' investments, which is good. I think Robert Kiyosaki talked about it, uh, the four quadrants, you know, yeah, where he's like employee, self-employed, business owner, business investor, you know, or investor, and uh, people will jump from. It's a, I mean, it's such a easy entry level. Like, it's, it's such an easy entry to get into real estate. All you got to yeah. do is pass a test, 120 hours. Um, but they'll do it and they'll go from employee to self-employed, you know, and if you guys want to crush it in life, that is not the end goal. You don't want to be selling real estate until, you know, you're 80 or 90 years old. Um, but that's what I love about it is instead of going back to employ an employee, you know, if you have a real estate license and you know the business and you know how to sell, you can always go, you know, you can always go back to that and still have a really good life. Um, the one thing that I found for myself personally, which is why we started, started the team is that um, that that that's our foundation? But we realize that we don't want to sell houses forever. You know, that, that's a, 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 one of my big things. Um, but the team is such a good uh, place for people who are jumping into the business, or they want some support. They can go into real estate and produce a good uh, life for themselves and utilize what we offer. But what happens is we get our time back. Uh-huh. You know and that's the one thing that I feel like 
um, and, and this could be true for you. I don't know if it's not um, or if it is or not. But if you're working constantly and you're trying to start a company at the same time, it is damn near impossible to become successful with that business. Right. If you're still having to put so much time into your clients mm-hmm. on, the, on the, in the, in the real estate side, right. you know, and so <clears throat> that's why Al and I were like, OK, the team option is probably better for us because anything that we do build on top of that, that the team can benefit from. You know, but it also buys our time back. Yeah. You know, if you look at right now, Alan had to go to uh, meet with a buyer, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he wasn't able to jump in the podcast. Sure. And so uh, just little things, little things like that I look at and I'm like, damn, man, like if he didn't have to go and have that same commitment, he could commit more time to something like this. And uh, this would propel itself a lot quicker. You well, know what I mean? And what I love about real estate is I, I was sitting in a training class. I, don't, I can't remember when it was some business I was in. And they said, if you're going to sell something, sell the biggest thing you can. Yeah. If you're going to sell, sell big, sell yep. airplanes, sell boats, sell homes. If you can sell homes to people and you're dealing with, I mean, these people are having to be very, very quickly, be very open yeah. and, and vulnerable about everything, their yep. finances, their family, their family situation. Like what, there's a lot of reasons they could be buying a house and maybe it's not always good. Yeah. And so if you can do that and be comfortable with people and make them feel comfortable, you can sell anything. Yeah. I mean, selling a car is easy, right? You're, oh, yeah. It's not like they're buying a car because they're going through a divorce. I mean, maybe. But most times it's it's homes. That they're like, this is what I make. This is what I'm going through. Yeah. This is what's happening with my family. This is why I need this. And if you can make relate to people and make them feel comfortable, they'll trust you through anything. I love getting calls from clients when they call me a year later and they're like, ask me something completely unrelated to real estate. It has nothing to do with it because they see me as that person as a resource. Like I'll call Ben. He'll help me. Yeah. He'll know. Something. I hear that a lot too. Yeah. It's funny because Ovace, one of our agents, you know, he said, um, you, no, I think you came in, you came in one day here with Connie and one of our agents was here uh, and he saw you. And then after you left, he came and talked to me and he's like, Oh, you know, Ben. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, dude, that guy has got like the best reputation for helping people. He's like, when I was, I had so many questions about, I don't know if it was construction. I think uh-huh. he just kind of reinforced that out there in the, the lobby. Um, but he was saying that about you. And I'm like, that is so awesome. You know what I mean? Because I don't like to, you know, like, you know, surround myself with people who are not genuine and don't have good hearts and, and don't really, you know, want to help. Um, and especially to your point when you say that you want to help people, even when it doesn't benefit you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that that's huge. And we had George Morris here this morning mm-hmm. um, from Century 21. And he was really reinforcing that when it comes to success and making money is that integrity always has to be number one, you know, integrity. Um, what was the number two people? people and the number three, of course, is money and people who just try to go after the money, do it for the reason of making money. They always find out that it, that's a very short term gain, right. you know. Um, so, no, I'm, I'm happy that. Uh, you're still doing good, and I'm like, like I'm saying, I'm going back to the house. Like the house is fucking nice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I went in the garage the other day, and I'm like, even the garage is nice. Like the, <laughs> the floor is clean. Like <laughs> my garage is oil stains everywhere, you know. Yeah. But I'm just like, uh, yeah, no, that, that that's good, man. And that's why you know I wanted to have you here on the podcast too, uh, and kind of talk to you about some of the successes that you had and some of your principles and things like that. We can go into the Daniel's Real Estate Services, um, and uh, you you do have another, you do have a company. Um, where you're pushing real estate uh, with your wife. Yeah. And uh, you guys are offering more than just uh, real estate. You guys are doing, what are you guys doing? Talk to us. Well, it's I, to, to get back to your point real okay. quick before I'm going to that, Connie's kind of like my muse. Have you ever had anybody tell you that what you put out will come back to you? Oh, yeah. But maybe not like if I show up for you 
in a certain way, I may not get that directly back from you, but it'll come back. Yeah, around. I've always. had friends where I remember I, I would constantly show up. They needed me. They needed. Me. But then there was one day where I was like, I needed help, and I called this person, and they're like, nah, I couldn't help you out. And and it didn't make me. I wasn't like, okay, I'm not going to change who I am. My daughter, when she was a, this was years ago. She's 18 now, but she uh, she was telling me she's like. So don't you go go hang out with your friend? She goes, no, I said I was gonna, but she always ditches me. And I was like, well, don't don't change who you are just because she does that to you. Continue to show up for people. If you're not going to get it, don't expect to get back what you always give, but you will eventually. So anyway, but that's just I just feel like that putting that energy out there, it will always come back to you in some way, but maybe not where you think it's going to come from. Yep. But anyway, on to the Daniels Real Estate Services. Yeah, I think it, that just all came around from, I think, the change in the market and just wanting to be a, a wise guide and a single source for everybody. I would I would love it if somebody called me up. And actually, I put this out there before. So many people go through so many hard times, right? And they're struggling right now. And I think there's a lot of kind of anxiety in the world. Like, wouldn't it make you feel good if a friend called you up and said, bro, can you meet me for lunch? I just need a friend. And just wanted to, had nothing to do with anything, but just needed someone to talk to. And how many people don't reach out, especially men? We're terrible at this, right? Being vulnerable and like, man, I am having a hard time. I am depressed. And and we've had some suicide in our family. And it it always makes you feel like, why didn't they feel like they could call me? Yeah. Or or about anything. But um, I just, I, I love when people will call and just want someone to talk to or to bounce things off or get some advice or just be a friend. I've had been driving around and I just have a think, I think about somebody and you're like, don't make that call when you should have. Yeah. But yeah, on the real estate side, but just, I want to, I want to kind of have that between us. You know, we're both licensed in real estate and mortgage. Any question you have, like real estate can be scary for people. Just call me and ask me. I don't care if you're buying with a different builder or you're buying a different house has nothing to do with me. Just call me and ask me. I've done it. I've done all of it, mm-hmm. everything related to real estate, mortgages. I've, I've built homes. I've roofed homes. I've, you know, I was studied architecture, kind of everything to do with real estate. I've, I've got some knowledge in and would love to be that person that people, you know, I have friends call me like, I need a car. Who should I call? I'm like, I got the guy. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That, and that's, so. That's one thing I love about you and Billy, too, is you're both very much that way with the networking side of it. Yeah. And Billy always tells me, if he can't answer my question, call Ben. Because Ben will either know the answer or he'll know the person that I need to talk to to answer that question. Yeah. It's, it's a perfect combination with you two. Billy's very much a connector too. He loves yeah. to connect people. Yeah, you guys are great at networking. Yeah. Really great at networking. And it's fun. Even like, I mean, you can make I mean, social things, everything's in networking. You know, just taking care of, with Whitney, our Connie's friend that's on the housewife. She's actually one of the cast members. I love helping her set up events and, and do things to help promote her journey and watching her through that. It's it's crazy to watch someone go, go through something like that. Yeah. She's really blossomed. For she sure. has brought out the best of her. You know, a lot of people struggle with it because all of a sudden she's got this this fame. Um, but she has dealt with it in a way that's just, she's become a more, she's had to become more direct. I love direct people. Like people yeah. from New York. Assertive, yeah. Like you're that way. I have no, I never yeah. wonder what you're thinking because you will just say it. Like yeah. if there's something you're thinking, it's like, like why... Why well, mess around? Time. Yeah, just uh, say time it. is too like, valuable. This is to what's bullshit. up. Yeah, yeah, and be honest. And and so I love that about her is that we have a very real friendship, and and 
It's fun. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, we're going to find some clips of Ben sitting in the background with a, a, a oh, drink in his hand. <laughs> and put it, put it on here, right, so people can see it. Um, no, that's awesome. But you have some experience or you're investing in some uh, solar stuff right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if, if you can talk about that right now. Yeah, I think that's another just looking at where things are going, you know, you're seeing states like California mandate it for new construction. Yeah. I, I, I compare it to Tesla. Remember four years ago, you'd be driving and be like, whoa, that, that was a Tesla. Yeah. Now kids in high school drive Teslas. Yep. It's like not that big a deal. Solar, I think, is somewhat the same way. You're going to see, I think you're going to see more solar sales in the next four years than we've seen in the last 20. Wow. Just because, and I've, as I've learned more and more about it, and I think it's one of those things, too, that as a lot of my mortgage friends or real estate friends are like, I have all these clients ask me, should I go solar? And then they do, and I don't benefit from it. So how can you, as a realtor, as a mortgage person, be a resource to connect people to those things, but also, you know, make some money doing that? Too? Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, there's a new program. I'm working with a company called Lumio that's coming out with some amazing stuff. They're really, it's very, very new. Can't really talk about too much of it yet, but they want to be the single source for everything related to your home. I was talking with a a friend of mine from San Francisco. He's a private equity guy, buys companies, and he says, he says, my most limited resource is my time. I've got, you know, I've got money. I've got this, my my most valuable resource is my time. If I can find something that's going to be more convenient for me, uh, I'll pay for that. You know, if you had one place where you're like, I need everything related to my home is in one spot, that would be incredible. Yeah. So that's like having a, um, it comes back to that person, having a person you call to for call for everything. They can, you know, I can connect people with an uh, investment person or an insurance person. Yeah. Or, you know, you talked about, talked about it earlier you said utah was a place for mlms mm-hmm. there was an mlm here do you guys remember that mlm where it was kind of like that what you're saying it was that and they would they would they would bring people on <clears throat> and i don't know if they were selling like a contract like that was the mlm it was like a contract that was universal and you were able to use to get paid for even setting up cable with people oh really yeah do you, hmm. you guys ever hear about that one i haven't it, I haven't it was like an, it was endorsed by trump too <laughs> fucking guy <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. yeah i cannot remember the name I'll, I'll think of it maybe daniel and i can find it after and you can throw it up there pretty funny but i had so many friends that just popped up out of the blue calling me hey uh you want to get lunch and i'm like oh fuck you know those days you know those yeah. days when people were like hey yeah. you want to get lunch and you're like I know you're gonna to pitch me it's somebody. not for the same yeah. reasons that ben's calling people for lunch That's yeah no no no, sure. no. I, i'm just i'm just saying it's funny because that concept it, it was it actually worked for a minute it yeah. did work for a minute um i just think when i remember the video mlm phone, the video phone thing oh yeah 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 yeah. that it's thing like, that you just sit on your desk yeah this yeah. big huge video phone and i mean there's all these great ideas and then the iPhone kind of got rid of all of it. Right? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. No, I think that's good, and you're right. There, there should be a, a place because, you know, Alan's one of those people where time is extremely, extremely valuable to him, and he's the one who really got me into not taking lunches because when I first got my license, every lender and every title person was calling me and brokerages and mm-hmm. hit me up, hey, let's go grab lunch. And I'm like, damn, I don't have to buy food ever again. Like, you just go eat lunch with everybody, right. you know what I mean, for free. Yeah, but your 30-minute lunch break quickly turns into three and a half, four yeah, hours. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, and then I, I never made that mistake. I didn't go once. And Alan told me, hey, don't ever do that. It's a waste of time. You know, they just want to get something from you. And I'm like, uh, okay, that's true to a certain extent. And, of course, even for him, he knows it's true to a certain extent. But of every person you meet, you may – I was telling my son, I'm like, Josh, you're brilliant. You're going to be 
attack somebody. somebody. Yeah. I just know we will be. But you've got to reach out and meet people. Like yes. Everyone that meets him loves it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to walk through the high school with him. They're like, what's up, Daniels? What's up, Daniels? I'm like, Dude, where are all these friends? Why don't you have them over to, the, like, our house we built so yeah. our kids could have a fun place to bring their friends. And none of them, they never wanted to. Yeah. So we made it fun for us. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan the whole time. <laughs> yeah, don't lie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I think it's that entrepreneur, entrepreneurial mindset. Like, have you ever run into somebody that they'll, they'll be, they know that you sell real estate and maybe it's one of your good friends and they're at lunch with a friend and they're like, oh man, I really need to buy a house. And they're like, cool, yeah, cool. Well, anyway, how's your salad? Never yeah. go, you gotta call Fernando. Mm-hmm. But people mm-hmm. like us know right away to, like Billy posted that thing about, and I, I stole it and shared it. If my friend owns a car company, I'm buying their car. Yeah. If they own a salon, I'm getting my hair cut there. Yeah. Like, support your friends in yeah. business. Why would you go out and buy Dr. Dre's headphones if your friend has a, like, what is it about that celebrity that makes their product better than your friend? Yeah. And some people just don't think that way. They, it's so easy to be just make that connection. And why not do it? And the more you do it, the more people will do it for you. But if yep. everybody was like that, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we'd be living in 2400. Yeah, it's a game changer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no that, that's good. Um, but going back to the, the Daniels Real Estate Services, you guys have uh, an event that you're planning here pretty soon, correct? Yes. Okay, so uh, let's, we're let's talk about that. It's going to be pretty cool. Really just going to be kind of a, I mean, it's a little late for end of summer. I guess it'll be fall. We're doing October 22nd out at the Utah, Utah, Motors, Utah Motorsports Park. Or, um, it used to be the Larry Miller Racetrack. A friend of mine, uh, Dixon Hunt, runs that place. And Billy and I are going to put on car show, track day, just networking event. We want all kind of entrepreneurs, high-level people, um, people that love cars, real estate people, lenders, hard money, you know, really anybody. Just get people out there that are like-minded and love to just, I mean, we're going to get a whole group of people together and just have a great day. Yeah, have food a DJ, food. DJ, yeah. It'll be fun. We're going to have instructors out there. So if you've got a car that you want to take around the track or yeah. you want to take, they have a whole fleet of Lotuses. Um, or if you just have a car you want to put on show, come up, you know, it'll come out. We're going to have more coming out on that in social media soon. We're just working on those flyers now. But just to really, everybody's, we've got all these groups. Everybody's connected somehow. And we just want to kind of cast that net and get everybody out and just have a good time and, and network and meet new people. And I, I love hearing people's stories. It's it's incredible to meet people and, and find out what they do. And it's it's shocking some of the ways people make money, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot. There's a lot of money coming to Utah. It's crazy. I was driving through Daybreak, and I got passed by a Rolls-Royce Phantom out in Daybreak. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I can't wait to see those oh, more and more. Well, we and do. Then, and with the Lamborghini dealership here, you're seeing exotic cars. And there's a ton of car people here. You just don't see them on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And there's just a lot of very, very successful people that if you saw walk by, you would never know it. You know, They're very under the radar. Mm-hmm. I did a, a photo shoot with a friend of mine, um, Kenneth Boggs. He does KB. Yeah, suits. Suits. yeah, he came and did suits for us. Oh, love that guy. And he had me come out and um, uh, kind of do a, I was one of the models, I guess, for this shoot he did for Essence Magazine. And we were in this airplane hangar with, like, Learjet, helicopters. And there was this very, just kind of, this guy just sort of sitting there. And I would have never thought it was his. I mean, he, he Oh, it was his hangar? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's nice. rolling around in these, you know, really nice custom yeah. suits. And this the guy's just sort of casual. <laughs> hanging out. And he was the he was the big dog. Yeah, super nice guy too. Yeah. When was that? Because I, I saw that on social media. I saw the videos. I saw the clips. Yeah, it was, it was about a month ago. And it, the the magazines come out. I haven't actually seen the spread yet. But uh, he got 
he's amazing. Yeah. That guy, he was out doing some stuff. He does a lot of athletes. And mm-hmm. Have you got your suits yet? No, no, not there, yet. I'm telling you, man, there's nothing like it. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. I think back to the days when I was going to church and wearing a suit that was three sizes too big. And it just on, fitted. Put on a custom suit, and it's just yeah. a whole different. It's a game changer. <laughs> That's cool, <laughs> he'll man. Push, he'll push your style comfort zone a little bit for you. Yeah. Yeah, but he makes you look one of a kind. That's one thing I love, too, is his suits. You're not going to see them, you know, replicated over and over and over. Yeah. He's going to make something that's special just for you. And that's such a beautiful experience for sure. One thing I wanted to touch on what you just said, though, is, you know, obviously you saw this guy sitting off to the side, just kind of chilling, and you didn't expect him to be the one that owns the hangar. Now, one thing that Billy always is like a good point that he drives home is that you always treat the janitor the same way that you treat the CEO. And being in positions like that where you start getting around influential people, you never know who you're going to meet. Right. So going back to that, you know, what George Morris was talking about this morning, leading with, you know, integrity and people yeah. and then money just follows. That's just a prime example of that. Like if you go out and you meet someone that's just a genuinely awesome person, but you treat them with kindness, they're going to be so grateful for that experience. Because, I mean, think about it. When people start getting into, you know, being multimillionaires, and how do they make friends at that point? Because everybody just wants to use them. Yeah. You know, but if you get into the idea of, like, what Ben was saying, and you just treat everybody kindly, and same thing with Billy, and everybody treats that way, your network is just going to drastically grow. Yeah. And that's such a good thing to have and, like, a, a good way to go about it. Yeah, and, and, and you, you attract those same people. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, one, of my, one of our buddies, yeah, shout out to Josh Johnson. He's got a real estate team here. Oh, Josh. Uh, yeah, so he was telling us at the hair show, he has a hair company. Oh, he does? He's got a barbershop, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. got 26, actually. Wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's, 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 he's crushing it in that industry. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we were talking, and he said something that hit, hit home. He's like, hey, you know, and, and when you're developing a business, you're developing a team, you know, a team in any, any business that you have, um, you, you are going to go through people. He's like, and the numbers suck because you might have to go through 10 or 20 people to find one good guy. Yeah. He's like, but, but that's going to happen. And um, I'm really grateful that we had that conversation because it made me realize a lot of the stuff that we've been dealing with uh, the last month, two months, three months, um, just making sure we are sticking to our core values, our mm-hmm. core beliefs, our uh, um, you know integrity, and those people always come. And it might you might go through twenty of them just to find that one, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, as long as you stay true to it, like that, that just naturally happens, yeah. you know. Um, which is pretty awesome, and 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 one of the reasons why I like you, because we just met, you know, not too long ago. Yeah. But I immediately hit it off with you and Connie and my, my wife the same way. And you can just tell when you meet a good person, you know, you're just like, okay, there's, there's nothing, no bullshit, no have to hide anything, you know. Right. Um, but no, I'm really happy that we stuck to that. And, you know, big announcement here uh, with uh, UVO Group. We just finalized, you know, the, the move with uh, C21, moving brokerages, uh, which is, has been a long time coming. You know, really has been a long time coming. And no disrespect to Realty One, they're a great place, um, but it's just not a great place for us, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but uh, I'm really happy about that because now when you talk about surrounding yourself with those people, the right mm-hmm. people, we're going to be in an environment where there are an enormous amount of them. Yeah, all those know? energies are starting to really align. Yeah. And, you know, like you were saying earlier, what you put out is what you're going to get back mm-hmm. and regardless of who you're getting it from. Like you were saying, like it, it, everybody is coming together for a greater common good. And it's so exciting to see where that's going. And I really think Century 21 is going to be a huge place for that. Yeah. And then everything that you're doing in the industry with, you know, your, your Daniel's real estate, like that's going to be huge for you guys because you have already laid that foundation that all these people are attracted to you guys. Like you have such a beautiful network of people that it's just going to explode for you. I'm excited. Yeah. Utah's growing up. I mean, it really is yeah. growing up as yeah. a city. 
Yeah. T- tell me, t- I mean, maybe you know this more than us because you're involved in the new construction. Um, the word on the street obviously has been that uh, we can't build houses as fast as people want them. Right. This last right. little bit. Do you see it slowing down anytime soon? Has it kind of leveled off a little bit? No. Are we catching fact, up? Uh, Edge is more, they're buying more land than they ever have before. We have more land and lot deliveries under control than ever before. They're, they're very optimistic about where it's going. Um, we had intended on releasing probably 25 to 30% more this year um, than we're going to be able to. And that's not because we didn't want to, it's just cities are a little bit backed up and they're trying to, to, you know, getting project approved is taking longer. Yeah. And, and that's the bottleneck. Um, Utah's a little tough that there's only so, you know, it's like Scottsdale. You can't go forever, right? Yeah. You've got these mountains and uh-huh. stuff, but there's still a lot of ground to move <clears> through. And, and you're going to see, I remember hearing that, you know, the, this new project, the point that's going to happen where the prison is, that's going to be kind of like the new downtown. Yeah. And then we're going to go from there. And Utah County, Lehigh is growing like mad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Utah is going to continue to grow. We've always been a little bit different market, right? You see things happen on the coast and they're like, oh my gosh, things are slowing down and Utah's... A we're still different. up there. Yeah. Oh, we're always super <laughs> yeah. strong. We're it's, always top mm-hmm. one or two uh, with the economy during a recession. Utah's it's a great such a place. great place for business. I mean, you're going to see so many. And I think on top of it, with having gone through COVID and so many companies working remotely and working from home, a lot of them are like, why would we stop doing this? Yeah. Let's, yeah. You know, we're going to reduce traffic. We're going to keep more people working from home. And then when people realize I can work from anywhere, I don't have to live in New York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can go, I can live in a place like Utah. Utah is a little bit of a secret, and it's getting out for sure. But I've I've been all over the country. I've lived all over East Coast, West Coast. I don't know anywhere else I would rather live. Yeah, I, I'd have a place in Malibu Se- if I seriously. could. That'd be awesome. But yeah, that would know. be awesome. And and that's the only thing is we just don't have a beach. That's pretty much we don't it. have a beach. Yeah. I'm you know here. What, I mean? what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we can go to a beach. How quick? But yeah, we've got incredible hikes you've got i mean sometimes yeah. it's amazing to drive 15 minutes from my house and go this is dude last night my, mm-hmm. the wife and i we got the kids in the car and we're like hey let's uh let's head up and see the trees in big cottonwood yeah and we just drove through and then ended up going all the way to park city mm-hmm. and just hung out over there and had dinner did you guys do Pass? is that what it's called up Where and you, over that weird point we yeah. did that yesterday yeah. too oh that's cool that's yeah so we went and did that and i'm just like this was like a 20 minute drive to to that place right? it it's epic. not even that it's not even that far you've got the lakes mm-hmm. and then you get onto the desert mm-hmm. and, the, and there's just everything in utah and we're source we're very central yeah, yeah. i we, we travel a lot and i've been to mexico's i mean i think too many times we have a second residency <laughs> but you meet people from all over the country and they're like utah what you guys yeah. are from utah like, but dude the, the word the word is getting out yeah. oh for the, sure the, the word is getting out and uh I saw this 10 years ago <clears throat> because I was in my business. I was traveling from Denver to Las Vegas, California, back and forth, sometimes three times a week. And uh, when I was doing that, I always came back home to Salt Lake. And I was always like, you know what? We have everything in place for this to be the next Hollywood, the next massive city with a great name. And people know us worldwide. And uh, I'm starting to see that now. And then just, you know, doing what we did uh, last week, we went to uh, tour one of our local spots, you know, Lake Effect, yep. one of these awesome nightclubs slash restaurants. And uh, we went to, we went down there, we were in the city, and we were looking at how much new construction there's going on over here. And it's actually mind-boggling. It kind of, like, messed with me. Mm-hmm. It did. It, it messed with me. because Because I grew up downtown for a, a good portion of my life, you know, downtown Salt Lake. And the Salt Palace was a staple 
yeah. you know, and, and when you see it now, and I just think it was huge, and then you see what they're building right on top of it, which is completely engulfed the whole thing. It's yeah. kind of mind blowing. You're like, holy shit, it's like in the last 20 years, Salt Lake went from living in the 1900s to like 2100. Like it's just really crazy how much new construction is going on. And our population is going to double pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah. We're going to yes. need some more freeways. Like, <laughs> Unfortunately, that road construction is not going study. anywhere. I yeah. saw a study, and I don't know if this is true because it sounds pretty crazy. In the next, I think it was by the year 2033, we're going to have an additional 10 people, or 10 people, 10 million people. And what do we have now? And One. I don't know, but that's pretty crazy. And, and, and this is the entire state of Utah. You know, you're talking. Oh, the state of Utah. Yes, yeah, not just I mean, Salt Lake. Wasatch Front, I've always heard it's somewhere around, what, I don't know, a million something, a million three. I could be way off, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's when people talk about prices. They're like, oh my gosh, can our prices keep going up? Oh, says Wasatch Front, we have 2.6 million people. Oh, it's definitely going up because yeah. I think it was about 1.6 a while right, ago. Yeah, so it has doubled in the last maybe five years. Um, but think about, look at a place like Palo Alto and what prices are. Palo Alto was the tech, like where yeah. Silicon Slopes is every bit that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. it would be crazy to see, I mean, our prices could go there. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I think it will. I, this is my prediction. I think it will. And I think you're right about the Draper area being the next downtown. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why we moved out of the city, because we lived downtown for like 10 years. One of the reasons we moved out of the city was they're so close to those damn refineries. And I don't care what anybody says about it not having an effect. Oh, yeah. I know there was a damn effect. Because yeah. now that I moved out of there, I don't get allergies like I used to. I don't have this weird cough and like it keeps me up at night. Um, and I had that when I lived downtown. And I'm like, if they had the city without those damn refineries, that place would explode. But then you go to like Draper and you look at all that real estate that's going to be available because the prison's going to be gone. And I don't know if they're going to be able to build on the, is that like a swamplands? Is that what that is over there? Oh yeah. yeah. Are they able to build on that? Uh, they'll probably find a way. I, I mean, if they can build it, <laughs> if they, they can, can scoop away all that dirt and just bring mm-hmm. in more n- new topsoil or something, I mean, if New Orleans can be built. I'm sure they can. Figure yeah, it exactly. if, they, if they can figure out how to utilize that land, I have, I have zero doubt that that area is going to become prime real estate here in the country. Well, well I remember, well. I remember when Edge said we were going to build condos. I was like, condos in Utah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. when I first started selling real estate in 2005, we had new married couples. Early twenties, buying a four thousand foot Rambler on a yeah. half an acre. Yeah, that was their starter home. Yeah, and now people are, you know, we're, it's normal. You buy a condo and then you go to a townhome uh-huh. and then you go to, you know, it's like the natural progression of a house. Yeah. So and the condos have been incredible. And yeah, I've still got investors from all over the country, especially like Seattle, Phoenix, California, that are like three seventy for a condo. That's awesome. Yeah, because investments don't pencil. Yep. Seattle, but they should make sense to them here. So you've got all these out-of-state people buying, and even rentals. Put something up for rent and see how long it takes to rent. Yeah. Like, oh, there's bidding wars. Yeah. yeah. They're bidding wars for rentals, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love I love seeing that growth here in Utah, um, especially here in Salt Lake City, which is where we are. Um, and we're definitely going to do our part to put Salt Lake City on the map um, for sure, mm-hmm. right now, for sure, especially. Uh, here in real estate. So if you guys are an agent out there looking to uh, check out hottest team here in Utah, <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> yeah. We've got I some remember, really big yeah. things coming. I remember when Connie and I first met you, she was like, wait, are you guys still, because she had seen your some of your branding yeah. and your, she's like, when she saw it, she was like, oh, why, why am I not on that team? <laughs> <laughs> she, exactly. they're, they're so cool. They just yeah. have that, that, 
that image and just your team environment. And yeah. If you can build something that people just want to be a part of, because people get enjoyment from their job in one of two ways. They feel good about what they do and who they work with, or they make a lot of money, or both. Yeah. yeah. And if it's one or the other, they'll stay. But yeah. both is ideal, right? Oh, yeah. It's, and, and you've got both. Yeah. That, dude, that's like the pinnacle, I'm telling you. And, and, and we're seeing it now. And that's why, you know, George even reiterated, and he just he really reinforced that uh, this morning. And we were talking right there in the lobby where he's like, you guys are attracting people who are already winning in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's like, so there's something special here. And uh, I think that's so true, you know, because we have people here who are winning in life, we're doing really well, and uh, they love being on the team. And Alan and I know why, you know, we, we know what we have to offer, we, we, we know our value, we know our vision, and that's, I think the biggest one is, uh, he hit on it in there too, you know, we talk about, if you're on a team, you want to make sure that their dream is big enough to fit yours, you know, mm-hmm. and ours is fucking massive it's huge it's huge well and have inspiring it's people I, I feel like message of people all around me have been over the last couple of years it's like i'm very protective of my energy yep. mm-hmm. because i don't have time for <clears throat> negative energy i yeah. want people that just want to build me up and, yep. and i i would love to have a goal to go out every imagine if every person everywhere woke up every day and said today i'm going to go impact someone's life for the better yep. i don't know how I'm gonna do there's a guy i see at Harmon's that is so stoked I just and I just really enjoy people that just love their job. Mm-hmm. He is he's like a he's like a host. I don't even know what his job is there, but he comes up. He's like, "Welcome to Harmons. This is the greatest grocery store on earth." And you're just like, "Whoa, I'm stoked to be at Harmons right now." Yeah, <laughs> that just and gave I, me and, chills. Uh, and I checked out one day, and this girl was checking me out, and she and I bought a notebook because I have I still have to write everything down for my to dos. I never found a better way. She goes, "Oh, I just love seeing a blank notebook. I mean, what are the possibilities of this notebook?" I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's profound from She's yeah. awesome. Like I left, yeah. I left Harmon's just like on a high. <laughs> like, and that was Harmon's, right? You know, yep. it's not like it wasn't a doctor. It's a know, local staple is, here in, yeah. in Utah. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I love people like that. Or like I read somebody at the gas station saying, well, how about just like, they just make you uplift you. So like positively influence people every day, go out and make someone feel better, build people up, yeah. surround yourself with people that are better than you. Yep. In yeah. some way, because we all, that's why I think a lot of friendships, you know, we have so many good friends and everybody has friends. You can, you, you look to different relationships and friends and go, they're, they're very good at this. I want to be more like that. Yeah. Or I can grow in this way. And, you know, yep. so. Know. Yeah, no, that's good. Good, good message. Um, Quincy, you have anything to add before you got to get out of here? Because you got to leave. I mean, me and Ben both have to leave. Yeah. Oh yeah. You too. You got your Provo. Huh? Everyone's working. Uh, well, dude, I uh, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Um, ben, thanks for, so much for Absolutely. coming in. Yeah. Thanks um, for having me. I want to have you here uh, on more, especially as your business evolves sure. uh, and grows. And then definitely we let's need to talk before we the need to finish coming up in <laughs> yeah. October. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Let's do another. So but hold on. But hold on. Don't that. we have? Uh, you have a day that's that's solid now. October twenty second. October twenty second. October twenty second from one to nine. You'll see it on social media everywhere. We should, we should have some banners and some out this week okay it's okay. gonna be a lot of fun yeah Just, are we I looking mean, for any sponsors or anything like that for that event absolutely we're i mean we're including a lot of our our network of people yeah. we want to grow our friends businesses too so yeah Perfect. definitely okay we're, we're gonna be a sponsor for sure i, I even yeah. talked to you about that yeah yeah we should uh set up dude how impressive would it be to put the desk over there the podcast yeah because oh, it comes cool. it's modular oh yeah let's yeah, do the whole a podcast thing. while we're there yeah, that's what i'm gonna do perfect yeah, yeah we'll set that up love it um so yeah let, let us know the information we'll put it down in the description below this is going to come out on sunday um it's a little closer to the to the event so we'll have some information uh, for people to go to but uh, if you're here in salt lake city utah and you like cars definitely check out do you guys have a name for the event yet 
got to come up with something. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hurry up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is the place you want to have that. Yeah. But the event's for everybody, too. So I want to make sure it's not just for people with cars and real estate and networking. It's yeah. literally for anybody. Anybody that wants to come out and enjoy a beautiful day at the track, spend some time with some great people, great food. Like, everybody should come out and enjoy it. It's a, it's a good spot. Nice. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Quincy, for being thank here. You. Thank you so much, Ben. Yes. Ben, let's give you a shout out on Instagram. Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? Ben F. Daniels. Ben F. Daniels. No dots. Okay, perfect. And then do you have a Facebook? Uh, yeah, same. Ben F. Daniels. Yeah, I got perfect. it early. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Thank you, Daniel, for being behind the scenes. When you get a camera on you, we say it every time. Please just put an order in and let's get one. Yeah. <laughs> so you can be more uh, a part of the conversation. But thanks again for watching, guys. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. I think I'm playing chess. I see a king. I'm at his neck. Three steps ahead of every move, now that's a check Yes, they wanna know my secret, it's because I never slept All my nightmares of me at 40, life's a wreck See my dad